Fantastic. What do you reckon? They're not bad, eh? Not bad? That's right. Not bad. Hallelujah, I'm free. Where are you standing this morning? Where are you standing this morning? Are we standing on the rock or on the, stand, on the sand? Come on, anything else but Jesus Christ is sand. Are you there? Anything else but Jesus Christ is sand. But we know that Jesus is the rock and hallelujah, I am free. So good to be with you this morning and thank you for coming. And of course, if you're joining us online, it's great to have you as well. But it's lovely to get together in the name of Jesus on this Easter Sunday and to rejoice at his resurrection. And I just want to make a quick mention if I, before I forget. Jared mentioned already about uh, our, Easter, uh, our Good Friday and it was a beautiful time to gather together and for many that were able to get there. Uh, but I do want to take a huge shout out to all of our volunteers who were up at something like, I forget, I think it was about five o'clock in the morning they were out there in the dark, getting everything set up. Give them a great big hand. Yes, as I was just getting out of bed, they were already there setting things up and I am so very grateful and very thankful for a team that is so dedicated and so willing to get up and do what has to be done to make it the very best it can possibly be. The greatest moment, let me hear you say it with me, the greatest moment, come on, let's hear it again. The greatest moment in history of mankind was when Jesus Christ rose from the dead. Would you agree? Come on, think about that. The greatest moment in the history of mankind was when Jesus Christ rose from the dead. The greatest moment. Could you imagine being there? Could you imagine being there? Actually, the Bible records that there were many people who were there and got to tell the story. Look what it says in uh, Matthew chapter 27. The apostle Matthew records this. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook, the rocks split, and the tombs, the graves, broke open. The bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs after Jesus' resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared to many people. Guess when that happened? Right about now. Easter Sunday morning. Think about this. When, here's Jesus. He's, he's hanging on the cross and the earth's shaking and it's in darkness and the rocks are splitting and the graves are opening but no one's coming out. How amazing just to think about that scene. Darkness in the middle of the day. Rocks are splitting, earthquakes. Everything's going on. Jesus is... Hanging on a cross there. I don't know what you would have been doing if you were standing around. But there you are and it's all going on. And these graves open up. But nobody comes out. Now the thing is, while all that was happening on earth, there were a whole bunch of Old Testament saints who were watching all this from where they were being held prisoners in hell's prison where they were captives. So there's a whole bunch, to get the scene, you've got to get the scene. 
A lot of stuff going on on earth. Everybody's thinking about all what's going on on earth. But I've got to tell you, there's a whole bunch of people that actually aren't in earth. They're not on earth. They're Old Testament saints. And they were being held captive in hell's prison. And they were watching it as well. So it wasn't just the people on the earth that were seeing it. Here the Old Testament saints, by it in the, you've got to get this, so they're spirits, right? They're spirits, they're, they've already died. But they're watching all of what's going on on earth. And so eventually Jesus dies. At about three o'clock in the afternoon, Jesus dies and they lay his body to rest. But what happens to his spirit, people? What happens to his spirit? Well, of course, his spirit does not stay there. It descends to, to the place where these captives are being held. Are you keeping up? Are you keeping up? It's in the Bible. <laughs> it is all in the Bible. Jesus dies, body laid to rest, but his spirit descends to the place where the captives are being held. And guess what? He greets them with good news. I mean, the best news you're ever going to hear. He tells them that he's come to defeat the powers of darkness and to trample and triumph over sin and death. That's what we're here today for, right? He come to tell them, I have come to triumph over sin and death and to defeat the powers of darkness. And then they watch him grab the keys of hell from Satan. How incredible would that be? They're watching all of this. And he takes those keys and he unlocks the doors and he releases them. The prison doors fling open. He releases them all so that they too, with him, are resurrected. In the Bible, it's all there. That's what happened. And so they're there. They are watching all what happened on earth. But then Jesus descends. This is all happening for them uh, this Saturday that we're talking about that, that, that Jared was mentioning. Oh, there was some great stuff going on on Saturday, but not on earth. <laughs> I've got to tell you that there was a lot happening. And so his spirit descends to this hell's prison. He grabs these keys. He unlocks the doors. He tramples over sin and death. He triumphs over the powers of darkness. And eventually... He is resurrected and they see this. They actually see his resurrection. But guess what happens? They are resurrected with him. They come out of their graves and appear to many in Jerusalem on that very first Easter morning. Could you imagine their conversations with their friends and relatives? I reckon that if many of them got up out of their graves, went for a walk down into Jerusalem and then went knocking on the door early uh, Easter Sunday and they weren't offering them chocolates. <laughs> People, they, can you imagine if you opened the door and it was you know, your auntie or your uncle and they died about you know, 10 years ago and, uh, and they're back? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Fair income. I, I don't know what you would do. I don't know what would have been like. Who, what, can you imagine what this would have been like? I can tell you they weren't talking about chocolates and Easter bunnies and they weren't talking about hot cross buns and they weren't talking about what they were doing on their long weekend. They were talking about the fact that Jesus Christ has risen and that they had just seen it. That's what they were doing. They were talking about the miraculous moment when they saw Jesus Christ resurrected. Would you have loved to have been there? 
Well, you had to die first. <laughs> you had to be dead first. But you come back. You come back. It's an incredible thought, isn't it? I can tell by your silence you're still thinking about it. It is an incredible thought. The saints were locked up in hell where that, at that very moment, but at that very moment they saw firsthand his resurrection and they themselves were resurrected and got up out of their graves to tell everybody what they had just, what they had just witnessed. Why is it so important? Why is it so important that it wasn't just Jesus who was resurrected, but many others were resurrected with him at the same time? Have you thought about that? We often come and we think about the, Jesus was resurrected. And that's exactly what we should think about on Easter Sunday morning. Jesus has been resurrected. But we ought to also think, the Bible records, it wasn't just Jesus. It wasn't just Jesus that was resurrected. A whole bunch of people came out of their graves in their resurrected bodies as well. A whole bunch of people came to tell the world what they had just seen. Matthew wanted us to know that Jesus' resurrection was not just for him, but it was for every one of us who have a genuine faith and trust in him. Did you hear that? Jesus, Matthew wanted us to know that Jesus' resurrection wasn't just for him, but it's for every single one of us who have a genuine faith in Christ. If you're here today, I don't know, maybe you're visiting with us for the first time, maybe you're watching online for the first time, I'm not sure how you got to be here, I'm not sure how you got to be listening to us and listening to what we're talking about this morning, but I've got to tell you this, if you haven't as yet given your heart to Jesus Christ, if you haven't made that step and said, I'm going to believe with everything within me that the Easter story is actually a true account and I'm going to take the first step of salvation and I'm going to say to Jesus, Lord, I don't know who you are yet, but I'd like to meet you. I'd love you to do that this Easter. And if you're here in this, in this group and you, you're not sure how to go about that, but you came with a friend who may already be a Christian, talk to that person about it. If you've come with somebody else and you're not sure who to talk to, then make sure you talk to one of us, one of myself or anybody else here and say, hey, I, I've just found myself here at church and I've been listening to about this resurrection and, and I've been thinking about this whole thing to do with Jesus and, and I, I, I'd like to get to know more about that and it seems like I've got to start by having a relationship with him and that's what I want to do this Easter. I promise you, it'll be the best Easter you've ever had in your whole life. And for every single one of us here who do have a genuine faith in and trust in Jesus Christ, how about this? We remember, not only was it Jesus that was resurrected, but because of our faith, we also will, will uh, experience our own resurrection. Uh, we can look forward to the moment when, our, when we ourselves will experience our own resurrection. How about that? Are you ready for that? Are you ready for that moment? I've got to tell you, people, I think we get so caught up with what's going on in life around us and what's happening on the earth and all that kind of stuff. But Easter's a great time to remember and think about the moment that you too will be resurrected. Oh, I wish I had more time to talk to you about that and how that actually happens. But the fact of the matter is, like Jesus' spirit 
received his resurrected body and then appeared to many, as did those saints, their spirits were rejoined with their bodies and their resurrected bodies were able to get up and speak to many people. Let me tell you, it's in the Bible. We're going to be able to do the same things. It's the truth today. And I think we need to think more and more about what's, what's happening and what's about to happen in the eternal rather than be so caught up with what's happening in the temporal. Resurrection Sunday, people, it's an opportunity for us to think really about our eternal futures and to understand that Jesus has done everything he did and that his resurrection actually points to the time when you too, by your faith, will know the moment that you too will be resurrected. Romans chapter 8, Paul's talking and he says it this way. Yes, I'm, I'm quoting from the Passion Translation. Yes, God raised Christ to life. Basically, think about that. He's, he's making this. Yes, that's true. That's why we're here. Yes, God did raise uh, Jesus to life. But remember this. Since God's spirit of resurrection lives in you, he will also raise your dying body to life by the same spirit that, raised, that breathed life to, into you. Did you hear that? Yes, God did raise Jesus to life. But don't forget the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you and that same spirit is going to raise you and you're going to know that moment of resurrection for your own life. Easter Sunday reminds us that there is no other way you can believe in your own resurrection except in the wholehearted belief in the resurrected Christ. There's no other way. There is no other way for us to accept and understand that we have an eternal future and that we too will be resurrected and that our spirit will be joined with a resurrected body. There's no other way to believe that except by a genuine faith in Jesus Christ and in Jesus' resurrection. Are you with me today? There's no other way to believe it, no other way to think about it. You know, Paul puts it this way in 1 Corinthians 15, And if our hope in Christ is only for this life, we are more to be pitied than anyone in the world. What he's saying here is if our faith in Jesus is only to help us get through this earth, get through this life, and we don't realise that our faith in Jesus is a whole lot more than just getting through this life. It's actually about understanding what's coming in the eternal life. He says, if it's only about, if your faith is only about helping you get through this life, oh, I believe and trust in Jesus, but it's only about getting through this life, then he says we should be pitied. But he says, in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead and he is the first of a great harvest of all who have died. Ho, oh, people, this morning, uh, as much as we remember the, resur the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, I believe Jesus would want us to remember that he did it and he did it all for you and for me, that we too would remember the moment. And we would think about that moment and we would realise our turn's coming. And it comes back to our genuine faith and our trust in Him. Come on, our faith in Jesus is not just to help us get through tomorrow or get through today or get through to the end of our life. That's not, that's not, there's so much more to our faith. Our faith is that Jesus has been resurrected and that we too will know the same resurrection power in our own lives. Are you ready for that? Are you living for that? You know, so many times we get caught up and, and that's fair enough too. There are so many good things that are happening, that can happen in our worlds. Make great times and 
good friendships and families and relationships and memories, but I've got to tell you, nothing comes anywhere near close to what's still coming after this life. Nothing comes anywhere near close. The greatest moment, people, the greatest moment in the history of mankind was when Jesus Christ rose from the dead and His resurrection points to your own resurrection. And so here we are today. Here we are today, remembering there's so much more to come after this life. There's so much more for us simply because we believe in the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Wonderful Father, we stand here and come this morning and we listen, Father, to how you raised Jesus from the dead. Oh Lord, what a great moment. What a great moment. The greatest moment. And yet, Father, you would also say to us today, just as I have raised my son for those who would believe in my son, for those who would give their life and totally trust him, for those who would have a genuine faith in him, I say to you too, you too will be resurrected. And you too will remember and understand what it was like to receive that resurrection power and that your spirit will join again with your resurrected soul and body and you're going to live forever in an eternal future with the Lord Jesus Christ. Our Father, we thank you. We thank you so very, very much. Lord, there is nothing else we can say. What, other can, what else can we say? You are the only one. You are the one who has made this all possible. You did it through giving us your son, Jesus. We're so grateful that you did and you were willing to go and be obedient unto death and die on that cross and suffer the agony and the pain. Holy Spirit, how grateful are we that you live inside us and that you witness to our spirit that this is not just a story. It's a true account of what actually has happened. We thank you for it, Father. We give you all the praise and all the glory. There is no other name above the name of Jesus. You alone are worthy. And every heart said, Amen and Amen.